reached a milestone, over 30 episodes of Talking HR Trends with Natal and Tom. So let's explore what have been the highlights across these discussions, and in particular, what are the things that you've said, oh my God, that's so true, that happens to me every day. Welcome to Talking HR Trends with Natal and Tom. I'm Natal Dank. And I'm Tom Haak. And we explore the latest hot topics and business challenges impacting the people side of organisations. Stick around to the end for our practical top tip. And if you find this discussion valuable, please subscribe. Tom, congratulations. Uh, yeah, so you went <laughs> over well. 30 episodes. Yeah, wow. <laughs> uh, so if I think about what we've been doing together is that we decided, you know, over eight months ago to come together and start looking at the trends impacting the world of HR, culture, people in general, and also things like organizational change and organizational development. And that's actually all been in the backdrop of a pandemic across across the globe as well. So it's been a really interesting time just for workplace change in general. So let's have a look. What's been the highlights for you? Uh, would you like to share with me your sort of top five and we can go from there? When we started, I thought, well, how many episodes can we fill? Huh? And <laughs> I think, well, there's not a lack of subjects, I think. so. Definitely not. And every time we talk, we always think of five more to talk about. And, and then we have people on LinkedIn and YouTube telling us what they want us to cover. Um, and so, yeah, it's really quite a dynamic process. Yeah, it's great. So I looked at the episodes and I, I made a selection. Number one on my list is ethical leadership, where is HR? That's mm -hmm. a subject I like a lot. And I think there's a lot to be done in that. And the key message there is HR should take responsibility and not be a bystander, but an activist. I yes. think that's super important and has also been shown to be very important in the last year and a half. Number two, maybe not necessarily my favorite that I know that people like to discuss it is, is this goodbye HR business partner? And we have also seen in this series that HR likes to talk about HR. How do we structure it? What's the operational model? But uh, the HR business partner discussion, I still like it. And uh, uh, even yeah, these days, you only have to mention it and people say, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They recognize it. I know, I know. It's got such a response, hasn't it, across LinkedIn and other media. It's been quite amazing. And I think we then even got asked to speak at a, a kind of a live podcast and event on it. Absolutely. And so lots of people got into yeah. the discussion. Yeah. yeah. Number three, uh, that's about, is anti-fragile the new superpower? And I think that also fits nicely in these days. Uh, anti-fragility, we have talked about that, the concept of Nicolas Taleb. And I had a key message there is, how can you bounce back at a higher level? So it's not about resilience per se, but it's about anti-fragility, benefiting from adverse conditions as organizations and as people. I think that's super important, powerful concept. Yeah, definitely. And a key theme to just take forward from, from this point onwards. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Number four on my list is a practical one, but that is called build a people strategy that actually works. One of the key messages there is work close to the organization, the real 
organizational issues and try to solve them. Don't focus too much on HR and the handbook of HR, but show that you can impactful contribute to solving burning issues. There's still a lot to be learned there. Exactly. And that strategy in the new ways of working in a in a pandemic, but just in an ever-changing working environment that we now operate in, that strategy doesn't hold for too long. So it's strategy in action, isn't it? So yeah. Absolutely. Number five, that's the one we called unboxing talent management. Yes. And uh, I earlier wrote an article, uh, let's kill the nine box. And I still like that. But many of the talent management practices of today are from the old days. And also yes. in talent management, it's time for transformation. And how can we be a lot faster? How can we be a lot more personalized? How can we be a lot more people focused? How can we do many, many things, but transform talent management? And we had a good discussion about that. So those are my top five. What were yours? My five, uh, lots of similar themes, and I was then reflecting on kind of themes overall that we can uh, move into over that. But definitely, I agree with you. For me, ethical leadership and diversity, equity, inclusion are kind of combined topics that I think are crucial to be talking about um, and actually getting more, we've got to just get more and more comfortable making that an everyday conversation. So for me, that was really key. Yeah, and key message with diversity is it's not the goal in itself. Why do Definitely. you do it? Exactly. Is that more innovation, et cetera? Exactly. It's it's actually good business. And I think that's that's important here. And I and that's the theme, I think generally, Tom, is what we're looking at is not just what a HR person should go and do because that's being best practice or it's worked somewhere else. It's actually this is how you help your business be successful. Um, and I think that's that's key. Um, definitely the the end of the HR business partner. But again, I would uh, link that to our episode where we looked at the, the operating model. So the two go very hand in hand. This is how do we start to redesign our own team to actually deliver against some three areas, which you talked about, which is, you know, the advocating for the people, representing the people, empathizing with the people, delivering fantastic services and operations. And then that key sort of the architecture, the organizational design, uh, the organizational development, the, the strategy piece. And the key message there is the best operating model does not exist. No. There's not one model that's best. No. No. And actually, you've got to think of your context, think of your skills, capability that you already have, and the problems you're trying to solve. Definitely. I totally agree with anti-fragility. For me, this is just the new way you need to work. But quite interesting, after we did that episode, I had all these people contacting me, seeing me as an expert of anti-fragility, which I was like, I'm not quite sure if the, not quite sure being an expert is the, the concept of it in itself, but uh, which was quite interesting. My other two are a little bit different. So the first one is moments that matter. And this is because we started to, I think, get very practical about how people co-create solutions uh, using techniques such as design thinking, experimenting, prototyping and testing. I really like that one. And that links to all topics from talent through to learning and development. So if you go and use some of those techniques that we talked about, you can really make a practical, tangible difference. And then the last one was one that you didn't really want to talk about, but 
the reason I'm including it is I just had so many people get in contact and say, oh my God, why do we do this? And this was what, why is HR obsessed with the basics? Okay. <laughs> um, so many people got in contact and said, oh my God, that's all we talk about in my team. And I thank you so much for calling that out. Um, so I thought that was quite funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's always a success. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> There's always someone um, working on that project. <laughs> Totally, totally. But also that, the, you know, let, we've just got to let go of these conversations that we've been having for so long, you know, obsession of the basics, operating model, and let's start really kind of shifting. And this goes into our theme around transformation, not just adaption. How do you start talking about just the business issues that you're trying to solve and how you're going to go about that and get start getting work done, uh, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. So I was thinking about some of the themes and yeah. for me, I just wanted to call a few out. So yeah. one is understanding how to deliver value to your customer and what that looks like. Uh, agile mindset, of course, and that relates a lot to anti-fragility. The T-shape, we've talked about a lot. Uh, and then this idea of um, kind of, I suppose, move beyond your your current system of operating or mm. kind of you, you called it a cage once or, or pre-definitions of, of, of job roles and functions and actually start thinking uh, in a whole new way around the network of your organisation and where you want to go uh, with your people from here. What's some of the themes that you would like to, to highlight? It has to do how do we get away from our traditional models? Yeah, and, and I also sometimes notice that my that I'm myself talking a little bit too much in in those old terms. Yeah. So like that's why I don't like to talk, for example, about the subject. How do we engage our people? I think that's typically uh, the notion. There is the organization has to engage and motivate the people. Yeah, and uh, leadership, the importance of leadership. Yes, I know those subjects are important, but we put ourselves very much in a, in a dependent position. Yeah, I'm an employee. I need leadership, and I need to be motivated. Well, well, that's not that's not what we want. How do we get away? And that's the whole theme of transformation. And I think yeah. we only start touching it. Yes. And, and we are always reverting back to our traditional yeah, mental exactly. models. Also, like things like things need to be clear and well organized and well structured and, and and super aligned and everybody needs to be on the same page. Well, why? Yeah. You do something, I do something. Maybe it is conflicting a little bit, but yeah. we're both working on solutions that can help our clients. Maybe you are faster. Good for you. Yeah. But if we all wait for, oh, yeah, yeah, but also, Natal is also doing that. We need to discuss who is doing what because I see, well, you know, all those discussions. I was not involved. Why was I not involved? Well, you know. Exactly. And also, and then inside out, I think that's another important thing. Not are you in or are you out? That's not, you are in and out. And you, when you want to solve problems or develop products, you have to tap on your network and your resources. Definitely. Some of yeah. them are in the organization. Some of them are outside. And, and, and use them. 
exactly. And I think that's the a, a key message around just sourcing the information to inform your work, isn't it? So don't just look at what you've done before in your organisation. Don't just look at what other organisations are doing. Really pull on lots of different sources, lots of different data, work in that more evidence-based way, um, and then start to build it for your context. Uh, yeah. So even if you've done it before, you now need to test that it's going to work for your context, and that's key, isn't it? Yeah. And we easily talk about uh, agile in HR, and, and then people come to you and say, can you give us one day how to work agile yeah. in HR? But that's also a real change, I think, in the way we operate and the way we work. It that is. you really have to internalize. It's not, okay, now we're going to work agile and we... we uh, we use Kanban. And and the only way to work agile is actually to start doing it, to experience it, yeah. to to have some reflections on what worked, what didn't. Okay, now I'm going to try this. I'm going to iterate in this way. And so, again, you've just got to start applying some of these skills, some of these, these trends we're talking about to understand how to use it more effectively going forward. Yeah. Practical top tip. Yeah. I think it's that people should listen to more of our episodes and we are now a podcast as well. Uh, that, I think that's excellent because I'm a big fan of podcasts because then I can walk and, and listen at the same time. Yes. So uh, I hope people like that on Spotify or iTunes or all the channels, I think. All we the are. channels. Apparently there's about 20 that we're on. <laughs> and I think for the moment we're not stopping with uh, with these episodes. Definitely, definitely. And uh, we're not going back to uh, the old normal. And uh, and we would like to have more uh, information from people that listen on what they want us to talk about. Absolutely. Give us input, but not things like, can you discuss employee engagement? Tickle us a little bit, eh? yes. and, and, and not the, the usual subjects, because we can talk about that, but we, we like to talk about different subjects as well. We do. We like a bit of controversy. We like the, the hot topic. Uh, we want to push the boundaries, definitely. <laughs> well, it's been fabulous to work with you in over the last 30 episodes. So thank you so much, Tom. And let's thank Tim. Because there's always one Tim. person behind the scenes who's doing all the work, in fact. It is. Uh, we yeah. do the easy part, the talking, and Tim is compiling everything. We so do. So the magic Tim. is uh, by Tim. So thank you very much, Tim Goodwin. <laughs> this is Talking HR Trends with Natal and Tom. If you found this discussion valuable, please subscribe and make sure you listen to all the others as well. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you.